On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Detroit Lions, and the debacle of a move by glass-eye Sandy Duncan Shanahan to put in Rex Grossman to the end of the game. Bye-bye, Chachi. <laughs> Live with Aaron Judge John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's up? Welcome. What's up? Episode 231, Harry Hog Football. After a devastating defeat, two years running at the hands of the mighty Detroit non-sold-out Lions. To them cats from Motown. They can't even sell out a 65,000-seat stadium. Excellent! That place looks like a freaking ghost town, dudes. That place Period. was emped. There was like whole bottom totally sections amped. of the stadium with no one in it. But not this week because after they beat the Redskins, their fair weathers have come back out. And I read that they have sold out the stadium for this coming weekend. Son! Yeah, dude, but, it, but dude, if you're the Detroit Lions and you know your stadium's going to be like that, wouldn't you offer the end zone seats for like five bucks to try to fill them up? So they probably every do. Time, every time there's dude, like a they're probably hanging out outside like Chevrolet, Seriously, Chrysler. Dude. They're like, dude, we know you haven't worked in three years, but here's a free ticket. They can't give those tickets away. But now that Matt Stafford's back and Calvin Johnson is just insane. And that Sue guy? That Nadamika Sue. Nadamika Sue? Is a freaking beast. And yeah, I know our O-line is old and not very good in the middle at this point, but that dude is going to be killing it for a Dude, he's going to be killing it for a long time. That guy is out of control good. Him, Calvin Johnson, and if their quarterback could stay healthy, they've got a good beginning right there. Hey, dudes, before we get too far in, I want to give a shout-out to our benevolent sponsor, David Lee Legal Services. Yes, sir. Yeah. Did you enjoy our tweets? (laughs) (laughs) Did you enjoy our tweets? It says on the itinerary here. Did you enjoy our tweets? Did you enjoy our tweets? Did you guys enjoy our tweets? Go ahead. Most of them this week were like, what's going on? Man, we suck. I can't believe Uh that stupid block in the back. Uh What the hell's wrong with McNabb? Did you enjoy Josh's tweets? Or the worst one, what the hell is Rex Grossman doing in with less than two minutes left in the game? Oh, don't even get me going. I think what we were actually writing were just three letters, and there was something like, W O W. No, no, no. They were like W T F. Yeah, W T F. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yes, sir. I got one word for it. Oh man. I thought you had another sound. I thought you had another sound bite for that dude. No, I've got another sound bite for Mike Shanahan. If we want to get into that right now, you're saving it. No, no, no. Save it. Save it. Save it. All right. So anyway, um, the Redskins lose a heartbreaker to the Lions, thirty-seven to twenty-five. Um, 
It was a really closer game than what it seems until the end, if you didn't see it, in Rex Grossman's one play where he gave up six points to the other team. It was pretty much the exact worst play that could have happened on that, that very, very freaking first play. A sack, a fumble, return for a touchdown. Way to go, Shanahan! Way to go. Numbnut. <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny, though? Like, I was looking at um, McNabb's numbers versus Matt Stafford's numbers on the game, and uh, McNabb was, like, 17 for 30 for 210 yards, while Matt Stafford was 26 for 45 for 212 yards. He only and three got touchdowns. Two more yards. And no, four touchdowns. And four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. And they both had an interception. That's what I'm saying. He only got two more yards than McNabb, but he was 26 for 45, whereas McNabb was 17 for 30. I don't know what. Yeah, but he's got Calvin Johnson. Good God. Well, dude, one of our biggest problems was our well, our offensive line. If we want to get into it, the center, the middle three, our guards and our center were getting absolutely crushed. Every damn play. And starting on the first down where he stepped on McNabb's foot and then he did it again. Seriously. You know, we used to complaining about Jason Campbell in the past. That that was a problem. It it seemed to happen almost once a game with Campbell and Robach. And we always blamed it on Big Smooth, who ended up being Big Slow. And we just figured it was because he was just not getting off, you know, not backing up in time. And and I think obviously in this game because it happened twice it was because it was because Robach was just like oh crap here comes Nadamika Sue mm-hmm. and now Dude, he was after in the back seeing field. how he played in that game played. now we know why every play get back as soon as possible and which brings me to my another numbnut question numbnut numbnut for Shanahan Shanahan who was called by someone in the post game as Napoleon. Uh, where's Dockery? If you knew that they had this unbelievable rookie, Sue, Nanamaka Sue, you don't even have your big man, Dockery, active. You expect seriously crappy Hicks, John's dog, and do whatever. Small Raybot. I can't even joke about Hicks being my dog because you thought he was going to be good. And Lichtensteiger. 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 Schnell! Well, five the years ago, block somebody. Schnell, the doctor's got to be better than those guys. He's five years be. ago, can't, though, five you can't years. tell me he's not better than those guys. Come on. Five years ago, you guys would have never heard me pleading to have Dockery on the roster. No way. But these guys suck. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, Eric could barely choke the word out. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Oh man, it's 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 unbelievable the the middle of the line. I know this dude Sue is he's going to be a superstar, and so you you expect him to make some plays. But he was killing it the entire game, and uh, uh, there was one play where he like just picked up Raybach like all like uh, like Hainsworth did the week before, and just backed him up a couple yards before Raybach's feet got back on the ground, and he was able to <laughs> stop him from backing him up. I don't know what's up with Raybach's feet. It's like, like he was wearing shoeboxes or something. Which yeah, was the chaotic matter. funk. Does anyone ha- wear like snowshoes? Does anyone have any idea for real why 
Shanahan and Shanahan Jr. would think it would be a good idea to pull McNabb with two minutes left in the game for Rex Grossman. Oh, oh, are oh, we yeah. already let's, talking let, about? Let, are we already let's talking get about to that? Because I was really trying to hold back, but okay. No, we need to get into that one. All right, dude, Josh, go for it, man. One minute, 50 seconds left. We see Sexy Rexy coming to the game. (laughs) And we were like, what the? Dude, Albert Hainsworth Hainsworth went over to to, uh, Donovan McNabb after the game and was like, are you okay, dude? (laughs) He thought he was hurt, like really hurt. Yeah, because why wouldn't he be in there? According to Shanahan, on Sunday, after the game, he said, oh, well, he Rex Grossman gave us a better chance to win in the two-minute two offense because he knows the plays better. And then that turned into, on Monday, oh, well, um, McNabb is, is, is kind of, what did he say on Monday, that McNabb was kind of hurt? His and hamstrings. So Rex Grossman gave him a better chance to well, win. Not, not only, not only yeah. that, but let me, let, me just, let me just say something in between that, that time period. That 24 hours, John, since you said that turned into on Monday, everybody analyzed and overanalyzed this so much from every different angle. It was like, I mean, every single card you could pull out was played, including the race card for hours on end. I mean, it was it was like the, I don't know if you listened to any of the uh, uh, the ESPN radio shows um, on Monday, but... Man, I couldn't believe it. Uh, Doc Walker. Anyone that played the race card on that is an idiot. Dude, Mm. Doc Walker went on and on for like two hours saying. About the race card? Well, then he's an idiot. People were were interpreting this as, uh, you know, a a race thing. They're saying, no, I know it can't be, but it brought to mind that it could be a racial uh, statement. Well, he's an idiot. They're saying that. McNabb wasn't as smart as Rex was. Was Doc Walker saying that it was a race thing or saying that other people were saying it? I want to make sure I'm clear on this because I didn't hear this stuff. He said that it – no, he was not saying that he believed it was a race thing. He was saying that he believed – Okay, that didn't sound like him. He believed, in fact, it was not a race thing. However, it did bring to mind – you know, the the race card came to mind. Not that he thought that's what it was, but that he thought that some people of the African American, uh, you know, race could could basically see that as a uh, as a as a racial thing. Anyone and, that saw it, that's an idiot. And that's what and, I that's what I thought too. <laughs> well, and that's like all you got to do is yeah, all you got to do is go back and say, oh well, well you know he did the same thing to Jake Plummer, who's white. Exactly. And if you he know, would, if he would have, have been a racist, that. give me a break. If he would have been a racist, that's, why would he have gotten rid of Jason Campbell to bring in another black quarterback? Dude, that's why I um, that's why I but lost then my again, voice. I was I was yelling at the radio all day. <laughs> that's dumb. But then again, maybe maybe racism is the only reason we can explain why Rex Grossman still has a job in the NFL. <laughs> every person I've talked to, every person <laughs> I've talked to since tip, Sunday. So. <laughs> Everyone I've talked to oh, since man. Sunday is like, why did they bring in Rex Grossman? He sucks. Well, dude, it was, that's it was that's horrible. all the people who didn't say Rex Grossman still plays. Yeah. Dude, I've been talking about that since we signed him. He was bad in the in the Super Bowl for the Bears that year, what, 2005, 2006, when they went, when Kyle Orton came back in the game where we played them, 
in the opening game that season, and Kyle Orton almost brought them back to victory. Kyle Orton has always been better, and he's not that great a quarterback. I mean, he's doing really well in the offense in Denver this year, but he's no superstar. Yeah. You know, and he's always been better than Grossman. Grossman's always been bad. And, it's not even like a debate. And I don't even care if he can, if he knows the terminology better. Dude, I can sit there and study your terminology like 365 days a year. And when I come back next year, are you going to put me in over Donovan McNabb because I know the terminology better? No, because I no, can't dude. throw the football. Dude, he might because you're white. <laughs> dude, I'm not white. <laughs> yeah dude but here's here's the thing like he okay shanahan goes on to talk about how McNabb was pulled uh basically saying he had better familiarity with the two-minute offense um that they were running and and he, and he was saying this based on the fact i guess that grossman was more familiar with it having worked with kyle shanahan but then you know the that the way they went about it was just odd. And if you listen, did you guys listen to the uh, or watch the uh, press conference on Monday afternoon? With uh, I listened to it with Shanahan, dude. It was like I, I couldn't listening to Shanahan talk. It was it was almost like he was he was making some of this stuff up. Like he he had taken this extra time, you know, because they had this press conference scheduled. Then they pushed it back for extra time. To me, it was almost like if, if he was listening to some of the stuff people were saying out there, <clears throat> excuse me, and he realized he had to go and form a better explanation as to why he did this. So then he then he brings out this whole cardiovascular endurance thing. So I yeah, just, what is totally that? Yeah, what was that all about? <clears throat> I, also like I just to... saw him run down the field during that game in an air-conditioned dome for like 60 yards. And yeah, he, then he got up and did the next play. Yeah, he made like a it was like thirty some yard run and got up and ran right back to the huddle. What's I mean? What yeah. was his cardio cardiovascular problem where he couldn't well, run it? Well, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle tried to clear it up. He was like, "It's not cardiovascular." What he's trying to say is that he's got two hurt, <laughs> you know, two strained hammies, like a wrist <laughs> injury. I think it said something else. And basically, they were saying that it wasn't the cardiovascular. Like, that was just wrong terminology. Basically, he's all banged up. Now, don't forget, McNabb has never played a full 16-game season. He's never played more than 14 games in a single season. That's the most he's ever played. Yeah, and Kyle Shanahan. that's not typical. It's been less than that every other season. 14 is the most. So I'm really surprised he hasn't missed a game yet. And what Kyle Shanahan, Aaron, I think you were getting ready to say, Kyle Shanahan was saying was that they were strongly considering resting him and not even playing him for Detroit and then going through the bye week so we would have two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically Kyle came out and kind of covered for his dad because his dad was all like freaking out and I don't know what his deal was, but he just kept changing. He just made it worse and worse every time. Yeah. He opened his mouth, basically. And he's not telling the truth. Yeah. He but, just but made dudes. a numbnut decision. He made a he did. numbnut decision. Man. He did. Dude, so. to play devil's advocate, we know that pulling him with a minute 50 left in the game and put it, putting him in Rex was just absolutely ludicrous. Ludicrous. But, but I can't even <clears throat> play devil's advocate for him because we know 
you know, going off the explanation that he's all banged up. And we know he's all banged up. You could see him chugging along like, like, I think I can. I think I can. Like, he's he made that scramble, but he looked like he was struggling. I mean, he was like half limping half the, for the whole thing. You can tell he's really banged up. But, yeah, I can't even play devil's advocate to, to qualify or quantify what he did and say that that was, that was a good idea. Um, I, I just can't. If Like Kyle said, if he was that hurt and they should have just held him out for the whole freaking game and put in Hell, I would rather have seen John Beck in than Rex Grossman, and that's that isn't even any kind of embellishment because I can't stand Rex Grossman. I think I've made that painfully obvious over the last few months. Dude, can I ask you something? How many third and over tens did we have in that game? It was like every third down was over. In and but and I guess this. Speaking of that, this is part of the reason I was thinking that they may have pulled him not they obviously didn't pull him for his health at that point they pulled him because every time it was like second and seven he was throwing the ball at people's feet mm-hmm. he was sucking and in fact i was giving him my kick in the balls award before that ever happened again yeah i mean McNabb has been this is his worst year yeah. that he's played in the national football league as a starter and he has not been playing well but damn you want to put in rex grossman instead of him He's no never been accurate. He's never been even on the deep balls that he throws. He just kind of heaves it up there. So you get what you get. McNabb's one of those guys that can, you know, he's going to throw a lot of stupid short passes into people's feet or behind them or over their head, mostly into people's feet, and mostly for uh, what's that receiver, Joey Galloway. Everything that goes but, to Joe Galloway, something bad happens. <laughs> but and, every now, but like two or three times a game, he just gets the ball. He gets it either to the right spot or he gets it out there to a spot where his receiver can get to it before someone else does, and may, or he just scrambles and, and runs for a play. And that's just how Donovan McNabb has always been. That's always been how he, he plays. He's a winner because he's good at scrambling and thinking on his feet. I mean, he got sacked. I, I can't even remember how many times. I'm going to see if I can look at it right here. He got sacked during this game seven, six times. During the game. Yeah, but two of them, but if, remember, were when Reebok stepped on his foot. Yeah, and, and I mean, <laughs> if it had been times. like Rex Grossman, he probably would have been sacked nine times in the game. So, you... you dude, let me ask you dumb. this. D, man, he's D-U-M dumb. Let me ask you this, dudes. Uh, do you, you realize that he was benched right after that interception to throw to, to Joey Galloway that led to Detroit going up by six. That was dumb. Do you I think mean, that was a dumb bonehead play? Do you think that the reality, the real reason why Shanahan pulled him was like a heat of the moment, like he just threw a pick. I'm pulling I'm benching him. He threw his d- second dumb pick of the game. And do you think that's really why he it. benched him because he got mad because he threw a pick? Or do you think Absolutely. And, and then afterwards he's like, oh I gotta come up with a reason. I think you're right. Uh, I think you're spot on, dude. What yeah, do you think, Josh? I can't hardly talk, guys. Losing my voice here. Josh? I called it. Can you hear me? Uh, I called it. Uh, well, the good thing is that since we've had 230 <laughs> episodes under our I'm belt, try to, speak I'm going to try to make it through the rest of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think we're... 
I think we're going to have to make a, maybe during the bye week, yeah. Aaron and I can put together the I called it rap. Speaking of Josh, <laughs> I have to tell you that I was cracking up out loud when John told me to look at your fantasy team for this week. <laughs> you literally had three out of ten players yeah. that were actually on the field doing yeah. something, and one of them was a defense. <laughs> it was insane. Tony Robo, your all-star quarterback, out. Out. Uh, who Dallas else? Clark. Dallas Clark's been out for a couple weeks now, so ever since we and played And his own IR. Uh, um, who else? I think Malcolm Floyd. You had like two people on by. You had another person who was out. I can't even remember who they all were, but you, you scored like eight points. <laughs> there were three people. No, dudes. I, you know, I, I even sent you a text, dude, and was like, change your Come team. On, I'd already scored way too much in the earlier parts of the season. Oh, I, I, so like you had that big, uh, burst at the beginning of the season. Now you want to give everyone a chance to come back. I mean, you must really love Tony Romo when you still have more of the ultimate insult. It's kind of the ultimate insult. I called it. Hey, dude, you drafted him. Anyway, all right, let's move forward. We're all off of the itinerary now. Um, let's go ahead into the cuts and signings from the week <laughs> with Big John. Big John. Every morning at the mine, you can see him arrive. He stood six foot six. That was your intro music, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, you know, speaking of every morning at the mine, um, I just watched this evening The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. If you have not seen this uh, documentary film, you need to look it up, especially if you're on streaming Netflix like the three of us are. you, you got to look that movie up, and especially if, if you're familiar with uh, West Virginia Public Television's documentary, the Dancing Outlaw, back in the 90s. You, uh, you need to get on that. It's called The Dancing Outlaw. The Dancing Outlaw. Yeah. It is. It is. It's the Dancing Outlaw as if instead of PBS doing it, it was done by Showtime with lots of drugs and lots of cursing. Yeah, it's preferably preferably go find yourself a nice video store that would rent documentaries like that and rent the Dancing Outlaw and watch that before watching this first. One. Yeah, watch that one for anyway, so speaking of coal anyway. mining, that, that reminded me of that. Anyway. Um there's only been one roster move for the Redskins this week. Um the day after we talked about the Redskins signing a new JJ. Uh, yeah, they cut him. Cut! <laughs> and they signed some guy named J.D., James Davis, another running back. James so, Davis yet another running back, and action. he very well could see action next week because all our other running backs are hurt, except for Keelan Williams. What about, wait, 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 what about um, Clint Portis? What about Bob? Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis. Oh, we're going. Are we going into the uh, injury report here? Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I'll save that. We might as well, because I mean, seriously. Oh, well, hold on. Do I have music for the injury report? <laughs> no, I haven't uh, put it into this new software yet. Go ahead. Um, injury. Oh, my damn arm! Injury report brought to you by Mayola. Um, <laughs> well, the injury report right now that there's they're not releasing a, an official one. This week, not that the Redskins.com website would actually have the right information. But since they're on a bye week, they don't have to list one until next week. But right now we know that the final practice this week, before everyone was allowed to go have fun for the rest of the week and, and go home maybe, or go to Russia, as Clinton Porter said he was doing. Um, on Tuesday, the people who did not work out were Chris Cooley, back. 
for those of us saw him get who saw him getting uh, wrapped up on the sidelines. Back. He's Chris Horton, rough, his dude. ankle. And uh, Ryan Terang has a hamstring injury, but Clinton Portis is starting to practice. I don't know if he's going to be back next week, but I think maybe the week after that for sure. But well, right now, like I said, the only healthy guy we've got uh, as a running back who is on the active roster is Keeland Williams, who, I mean, he's not bad. He's definitely not some scrub. He's not bad at dude, all. According to uh, Mike Shanahan's uh, press conference on Monday, Portis it's possible that he could be back next week, but in more in likely all likelihood, he has to get back into Shanahan's quote football shape before oh, he actually. Lord, he's going to have to run the shuttle run a hundred times. <laughs> he's going to have um, to. It's going to take him all the rest of the year to get back into the game because you know geez. he's missed so much time. So we so. might see this new uh, JD guy as the second running back. We might see Mike Williams. Who knows? I hope. Um, we all see I know Portis. is that. Keelan Williams had six rushes for 25 yards and a touchdown, and he also caught three passes for 28 yards during this game against Detroit. I mean, the guy's pretty darn good. And after we cut Clinton Porter's at the end of the season, I think that's that's pretty much the writing. I don't know if we're gonna. I don't know if we're gonna cut him. He's missed half the season again. Yeah, dude. But the next couple of weeks, half a season He's over in Russia training like Rocky. He might come back and be like Adrian and like totally. You know, completely. Dude. <laughs> he's over th- With some big ears and an Afro wig and some big glasses oh, or something. Dude, he's going over there to pick up his mail-order bride. Oh, oh right, on, Russia. Dude. I hope he's there got those is. locks on his kitchen cabinets, man, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm saying right now I call it. He's not going to be a redskin next year. Shanahan's not going to want him. Old and busted. Old and injured. I called it. Anyway, so anyway um, that's the injury report for this week. Um, there's some bumps and bruises. We'll fill you in more on that in uh, episode 232 yeah, next we, week after the bye comes through. And we know McNabb's got like five injuries um, and apparently a cardiovascular issue, If you, uh, depending on which Shanahan you talk to. <laughs> anyway... Uh, I think we've already given the O-line report. Um, they sucked, and where's Dockery? Seriously. And although Mike – or sorry, Trent Williams did pretty good in this game. The tackles were not bad, even though, I mean, they – they they you know, they're doing the thing Dude. with Jamal Brown and Stephon Heyer. The tackles were not terrible. The whole, it was the middle of the line. Casey, the middle of the Casey line Raybach was getting is done. Up. Done. Vandenbosch. Vandenbosch did a stunt around. Yeah, Vanden – Vandenbosch was was the unsung hero for Detroit in that one because he was making things happen for Sue. I mean, he got he got in there, got some action too, but it was he was the one that was that was getting Sue free on some of those plays. So anyway, um, anyway, okay, I think it's time for the break. When we come back, we will talk about our game balls and kicking the balls awards. Um, the Randy Moss, well, whatever debacle. We'll talk about some a little more stuff, and then we'll let you guys uh, go to sleep and get ready for your bye week. So uh, we'll see you after the break. Yes, sir. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? 
Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia. But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at seven five seven two five nine nine three seven seven. That's seven five seven two five nine nine three seven seven. John, you back? And he put the butcher knife up to her neck. Better start and frying said, up them you eggs better than you've been frying them. You better start frying them eggs a little bit better than you've been frying them. Some tar. I've eaten those sloppy, slimy eggs. So I had me a double super buzz, <laughs> said Jessica White. Dude, how did we make it 231 episodes without ever mentioning Jesco before? I, I don't no think we idea. ever have mentioned Jesco. Not once. I had me a double super buzz. Because I was sniffing that gasoline. Truth. It is. This is, about, this is a true story, about it. by the way. <laughs> if you want to see a great piece it's of America. pretty much everything you could ask for. Yeah, but that's Redskins country dancing. out there where Jessica lives. Doghouse dancing, gas huffing, well, it's bar red fights, something country. Uh, you know, oh, man. Burnt, blowing up, blowing up your blowing up your cars in the front um, yard from doing donuts dirt, in the front yard, cars. attempted murder. It, it's got, Woo! it's got guns. Only the strong will survive. Why goes baby? It's got. Guys that shoot themselves in the eye because they're so stupid. It's got guns. It's got, uh, man, what else has it got, dude? Last of the Mountain Dancers. <laughs> and to top it all dude, off. Dorsey didn't shoot himself. Dude, Dorsey didn't shoot himself in the eye. Dorsey killed himself <laughs> because he thought the gun was not loaded. And he put it up to his head to show someone it wasn't loaded. And he pulled the yeah, trigger. Yeah, but Dorsey and that was, was the, the slow one. Dude, to top it all off. I mean, Dorsey was the slow one. That's saying a lot. Dorsey was the slow one. I mean, you you gotta see this this documentary. If you guys have not seen it, it's called the, the what's it called? The Jesse Dancing Outlaw. Is three people. You gotta go see it. The Dancing Outlaw. Right, the Dancing Outlaw. Yeah, we may, West as, Virginia we may as well Public say Television. this week's episode of Harry Football is brought to you by David Lee. Anyway, Legal enough Services about that. And West Virginia Public Television. Dude, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if David Lee could take some of these Jesco cases, man. 
I don't know. Yeah, some of these are they're they're pretty uh they're pretty egregious. But anyway, enough about Jessica White, Jessica. <laughs> and on to the Jessica. game boss. Game boss. Let's give a game boss first. All right, dudes, we got to figure out games and kicks for this here matchup. <laughs> Whoops. Hold on, I messed up the sound. Push the right button. Push Only the, right the strong will survive, Aaron. It's that eight track. Here, over there. Sorry, hold on. I'm still working on this new software. So we put the butcher knife up to Aaron's neck, and he said, "You better start hitting the button." There you go. The company and ever elusive game ball award. It's time for the game ball award. Cause I'm tired of sloppy slimy sound effects. Brought to you by hey, uh, John. Hey, John. Hey, John. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Big John. Who you got? Go. Go. Uh, I'll give mine, too. I gotta give someone a game ball in this game. I'll give mine. Um, I'll give mine if you don't want to. Go for it. It's pretty obvious. Brandon Banks, the hummingbird, probably had more more offense. BB hummingbird. Probably more offense than uh, the whole team combined. He had 200 and some yeah, yards, have like, return yards, which I think is a franchise record, if I read that And correctly. that's without the one that they had to call back because of that stupid, dumb Reed Dowdy with his late block in the back behind the play. Uh, but, oh, yeah, yeah, that was like what enough, That was like another 97 yards yeah. or something right there. He would have had two touchdowns. He had 213 Wait. yards and a touchdown. When's the last Without time the one that got called back, which was like another Ran 70 and another score. <laughs> yeah. Has it happened this year? Recently? Uh, Not this year. Devin Hester be, did it, didn't he? Would it be Devin Hester or Dante Hall? Well, it's, it hasn't It'd been be a Redskin in the whole time that I've watched him for the last 20-some years. Like, ever. Um... Yeah, and did you notice on the one, the second one, where he actually got to yeah. score the touchdown and it counted, he was looking back at the end to see if there were flags? That's because that's like <laughs> because the fourth he, time. Because he wanted to do his little dance with little the fist Humbert. that he did. Yeah. He didn't want to look stupid if he did it. Dude, that's know? like and the fourth time. The fourth time this year where he's had a big return. Speaking of, back speaking by of little dances with fists. Yeah. It's, dude's. We were four and twelve last year, y'all. We were four and twelve last year, y'all. We're already four and four this year. There's there's going to be even more change after this season the as, as the Shanny Shanny the Elder keeps bringing in guys that Dude. he likes. <laughs> the Elder. Yeah, as long I as swear, we don't have I still eight think more he's losses. got a, his. I swear, <laughs> I I still think his left eye is fake. I think it's a glass eye. Just look at him. Just look at him. <laughs> And I mean, he's probably had it for a long time, all like Sandy Duncan style, or uh, or uh, what's that dude in the Rat Pack? You know, where no where you can way. still get the muscles to move the glass eye around. No um, 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 um. God, what's his name? I swear, it looks like. Look at him. It looks like he. It, it's his eye sockets do not match. It's fake, dude. <laughs> I. It's a fake eye. My eye is fake. Fake eye, eye, eye. Well, he I, obviously I, doesn't I, have a, an eye for which quarterback Dude, is better. The put funny him thing in. is, you know who? You're not the only one that thinks that, dude. If you Google it, it's like all over the web. 
Is it really? What? Shanahan has a it, fake I mean, eye? it looks like he's had it for, for decades. It, it looks, Sammy Davis Jr., that's who I'm thinking of. He had a glass eye, too. And, I mean, you could never tell with him or Sandy Duncan. They they both have glass eyes, but they, you know, were able to train themselves to move it like it was a real eye because of the muscles in their eye sockets. Still. According to Who's Sandy uh, Duncan? everybody online that's answered, you know, Sandy Duncan. No, Mike Shanahan does not have a glass eye, but he has a lazy eye. <laughs> and then so, somebody... <laughs> well, I've never seen his eyes go crossed. That's what a lazy eye, like one of the eyes, kind of crosses in. I've never Dude, seen that. Dude, if he has a lazy writes, eye, then he needs to put it through his football shape before he takes to the side. Somebody else writes. I Mike think Shanahan, that lazy eye needs to run the damn shuttle a few times. <laughs> Numbnut. He might have fake teeth. Who knows? <laughs> he has but yeah, that eye thing is weird. It's his left eye, man. John, it, just, it just looks John, really, really strange. Like before. he's looking at you, but he's they, not they really like, does, looking does at you. Does he have a fake eye and teeth? And somebody responded, no, what? that would be Sandy Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, man. Sandy Duncan's still alive. Dude, who the heck is Sandy Duncan? Dude. She's that. She's an actress. <laughs> she did all those Trisket commercials back in the eighties. All right, enough about Sandy Duncan and Trisket. Let's get back to some football. <laughs> she's like she's like the poor man's like Julie Andrews, sound so jo- music type actress. Well, John, who are you giving your game ball to? Um, I'm gonna give it to Shanahan's left eye. Um, I'm gonna give my game ball. No, I can't give it to Brandon Banks. That's for sure. Um, I I. I'm going to give a shout to Graham Gano because he made a tackle on one of his kickoffs, and he wasn't the last guy. He was like the third guy to get to the uh, the ball return. And he was like two He was for in the two, middle though. of the pack, so I want to give him a shout, but he does not get my game ball. My game ball goes to my game ball goes to Keelan Williams because he was about the only yeah. guy who played well for the last quarter for the okay. Washington Redskins offense. Okay, including scoring a touchdown. I already rattled off his numbers. Dude, he had a 4.2 yard uh, rushing average. He went six for 25 after Ryan Terrain had to get pulled out, and he had three catches for 28 yards. That's really good. Yep. And, and when I he would... came in, Aaron, you were just like, "No, no, no don't say it, don't say it," because you thought I was going to jinx him. And I was like, "No, dude, Keelan Williams is not that. It's it's like a it's like A to A minus, or maybe like B to B minus in this case." He's a quality player. I mean, I could see this guy being on the Redskins for quite some time. The dude's good. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. He's got skills. And he doesn't usually fumble all like Betts did Dude. for him. Dude, I want to give a shout-out to someone. Albert mm-hmm. Hainsworth had another huge game with a couple of those now-patented yeah. stops like on third and shorts. Yeah, he had uh, yep. he had four I mean, tackles, one sack. Background. <laughs> in the background. Four tackles, one sack. One sackle. Sackle. Yeah, sack. I don't remember that. I don't really. I tried to. I noticed that every time we lose, I I put more things out I of my mind say, than when we win. I tend to forget more what happened in the game. Also, it's yeah, been four days this game, since the game. This is the first. This game pissed me off way more than the Rams game. This is the first dude, one that I was like really truly dude, this angry. This is the first the game in a long. This is the first no, game I was in a long time that I noticed that London Fletcher. I wasn't as mad at that. Uh, wasn't as dominant. Like, it seemed to me in this game, I mean, I think he had three tackles and one assist. 
Yeah, but I, usually he's dude. Up there I thought he had some good list, plays. Man. Albert Hainsworth. I remember seeing him. Well, then that means that they're not getting past well, Albert Hainsworth true. into the maybe to Fletcher's the, uh, kicking him in the rear, the second row. Maybe. Although Rocky McIntosh led the uh, yeah, McIntosh yeah, led the team with tackles, just but, uh, ahead of uh, Landry. McIntosh has been quietly. I think they were going. Butt. Maybe they were trying to go away from Fletcher. Speaking of, you guys know how quiet McIntosh has been, but yet leads the pretty much the league in tackles. Uh, yeah. You can go vote for the Pro Bowl now, so make sure you uh, put one in for him. I think there's a few guys that deserve some Pro Bowl credit on this team right now. Landry's a beast. Landry's Landry, in the Pro Bowl. You don't even sure. have to vote. <laughs> um, Lorenzo Alexander, I don't know if you want to vote him in on defense or you could vote him in maybe on special teams. Or both. We'll see. It'd be nice to see a good we'll see how that goes. But there's, there's a few guys that are having really good years. Um, no. Trent Williams has been playing pretty well. Trent, I think Trent Williams, considering who he's gone against, we talked about that last week, who he's gone against and the fact that he's dealing with nagging injuries, I, I think he's been I don't like him for the Pro Bowl this year, dude. I, I really like his upside at this point. Not yeah. this year. I think I think keep on going, keep on trucking. Well, you know, um, you know who's going to make it for wide receiver, Miles Austin, because according to um, Troy Aikman, he's the best receiver in the league, and only and Andre Johnson whatever. even comes close to being as good as him. Matt turning his cap around backwards. Anyway, um, all right. Well, that's. I guess we're done with our game balls. Let's move on to <laughs> the. Oh, I'm not going to say it. It's time for. It's time this for kicking the balls award. It's time for. This week's Kick in the Balls Award brought to you by Big John, Big John, John Adams. <laughs> um, Big John. There, there's a lot of candidates this week, aren't there? But Big mine John. is definitely going to have to go to um, Shanahan. What the hell are you thinking? Which one? The older, the elder, Shanny the elder, the one with the hey, glass eye. Speaking of that, right when uh before McNabb was Sandy benched, Duncan. Did you guys notice um like did you guys notice Kyle Shanahan on the sideline like basically mouthing the words, you know, like what the heck is he doing or what are you doing or something like that? It's like he was looking at McNabb and then they cut to McNabb getting ready to take the snap. You guys notice that? I was wondering if maybe, you know, Kyle Shanahan was trying to call in these plays on this no, you I know, hurry up two minute I did not offense. Notice that. And uh McNabb was calling his own plays and not, not listening to Shanahan. I'm just wondering. I'm throwing it out there. I wonder. It's I didn't possible. See it. I didn't see it. It all that stuff's possible. But with a minute fifty left. And your choices are like a half broke down Donovan McNabb and Rex freaking Grossman. It's a no brainer. It's I still don't know most. Like I said, most of the people that I've talked to don't didn't even know Rex Grossman's still in the uh, league. Oh my god, he needs to play for like the 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 Hartford Colonials or whatever they're called. The 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 
the California Redwoods or one of those UFL teams. He's terrible. Numbnut. God, oh man, that's that that was just the worst decision of the year. All right, well, Josh, you want to give whether your pick? whether McNabb could play or not. It's like he gave you a better. He gave you by yeah. far the best I'm gonna, chance to I'll win. I'll tell you, who I'm going to give my any other quarterback on that Maybe roster. Maybe a bit surprising yep. because this guy, John, already brought him up once. This guy already. This guy had uh, seven tackles, one assist this game. He hits really hard all the time. Anybody going to guess who I'm giving it to? Dirty thirty. You know why? I'm ti- I'm tired of him to Landry. Uh, doing that stupid little. Let me show because... you my muscles move. After after the other team makes a first down and he makes a tackle, who cares? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, care. dude. You know. Yeah, but dude, he does that. That's just ridiculous. Reasons. Just get out there and play the game. That's that's uncalled for. And there there's a time for that. Numbnut. Josh. Josh, you got a really good point because because we called that out watching the game. I mean, it was. It's like, what are you doing? You cannot get up and celebrate giving up a first down. You just can't do it. You look like an idiot. I don't care how hard hit the guy. You look like it doesn't matter. They got a first down. Get up and get ready to play and try to stop them this time. I mean, come on. Seriously, dude. Seriously. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn, and I'm going to have to go ahead and complete the debacle. Uh. The people surrounding the debacle by giving mine to number eight, Rex Grossman, Dude, I was for like, coming in on I was one like, play and fumbling and getting up six Mark points Brunel? to the other team. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Brunel would have been better than Grossman. Anyway. All right, what else do we and have dude, here? Dude, we have to give one more. We have to give one more kick in the balls in this game because no. this was a really big turning point. I hate to do it. Reed Dowdy. No, okay, we have to give two more kick in the balls in this game. Collective ones. One's got to go to Reed Dowdy for that block in the back behind the play. Donovan McNabb. The other one, and I really hate to do this one, oh, yeah. but it's got to go to number 93, Philip Daniels. For jumping off sides. Jumping off sides <laughs> on a fourth and what was it, four? On a field on goal, a field dude. field goal attempt? On a field goal. On a freaking field goal? You're a big damn defensive end. You're not going to get in there and block the ball. What are you doing? And we ended up giving a touchdown thanks to that. This is what I say about that. Ah! God, there were so many bonehead plays by guys who were usually good, like Philip Daniels and Reed Dowdy in this game. We had no chance of winning this game, especially with one eye doing what he did. Especially with all the penalties we would get on first down. We started out with, like, first and 20 so many times. And here we go. It's third and 78 for the Redskins. I know. It's a seven-yard pass to Cooley. See, this is why this game made me so angry, because at least in the in the – the game at St. Louis, we were actually ahead at one point and playing really well and making plays. And and this one, it was it was just ignoramus, just dumb penalties, which we haven't done much this year. Yeah. They've been here and there, but this game was like the whole game was a dumb penalty. Dude. Pretty much the only thing that kept us John. in this game was Brandon Banks. Yeah, pretty much. The hummingbird. I to the point where they had out, they John, started kicking gave, away from him. You at gave the end of the Keelan game. Williams your uh your game ball, right? This time around. Um <sighs> 
Donovan McNabb had four carries yeah. for 45 yards. Keelan Williams had six carries for 25 yards. Just want to point that out. What if Donovan McNabb's those was like 35 yards? Yeah, and Keelan Williams came in as a backup and suddenly was thrust into the starting job and went in there in the fourth quarter and rattled off like all those plays in the fourth quarter with no help. He had no one to spell him. He had no help behind him to come in to spell him after well, those no, that, runs and, or those, those and catches. And that's not, that's not why so, I'm yeah, comparing I, it. I don't compare I mean, the two um, at all. I'm just I, that's pointing like it out because, again, McNabb benched with two minutes left in the game. You know, he, he led the game in rushing. He had a huge pass to uh, Anthony Armstrong, who had 92 yards on the day. I mean, I, I I just don't just to reiterate. I know we're all like, what the what the heck? But I just don't get it. Don't get it. Dude, no one <laughs> in the football world it. gets it because it's glass eyes. Mad eye, <laughs> mad eye, Shannon. Sandy Duncan, Shannon, <laughs> Sandy Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> mad eye shan dude he would look even worse i don't know if he would look worse or and like more teeth, mad if he had an eye patch white just and pearly as they the are they're kind of like pirate teeth. i don't know he kind of looks like I, I he should be on a polydent notice notice his teeth notice his dentures dude it's, it's like his top it, lip it, it, is, it, is hung it, up on the top of he his needs teeth. to be on a polydent commercial yeah fix it in and forget it. He could like put his All finger right. on the top of the dentures and you'll see how it sticks to them. All right. Moving forward here. Um, Seriously. <laughs> okay. I think that about wraps up the game balls and the kick in the balls award. Um, if you didn't yeah. hear, Randy Moss went to the Titans who we have to play in a few weeks. And Sean Merriman went to the Bills. Sean so, Merriman, the Reuter from uh, University of Maryland, Field of the Turtle. For so, fear the turtle. So we're not getting any of those guys. Yeah, we're not getting him, thank goodness. Um, he went to the Bills. Randy Moss, I, I want to say, I just want to point out, the Redskins did not put in a waiver wire claim for him. He went to Tennessee, who was after the Redskins. Yep. I think we've... So... so the Redskins did not go after him. What do you guys think of that? Do you? I mean, obviously, we could use a talent Here's like what, him on the field. I think that... But I don't think they want to deal with his attitude. There, yeah. It's going to be three or four weeks anyway before we can really get anything out of the guy except for maybe a one-off every now and again. You know, him stepping in. <laughs> yeah. And he has to get into football and, shape. That's right. And, <laughs> and he's got to run the shuttle run. He, he can become a distraction. I think we've had enough distractions in our locker room this year with the whole Albert Hainsworth thing. I just don't think they, they looked at it and said, not worth it. Let's just pass. That's my thought. And then on Sunday, Shanahan was like, we got to create another distraction now that this Hainsworth thing is blown over. Let me bench my quarterback and put in Rex Grossman. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So what else do we have to talk about on this fine evening before we go to bed? I don't know. I think that's about it. I mean, I don't know what else. The McNabb thing is obviously the biggest news of the week. Um, We got our bye week next week, but we will have a show as always. It'll probably be short. And uh, then we got Philly again, so McNabb better be ready to beat Philly in our house. Monday night. Monday night, we've got 
coming up in the second half of the season. And and by the way, have we mentioned that uh, this is a really nice time to have the bye week? Yeah. And okay. yes, yes, we need definitely. It. You could have probably definitely. used it a week earlier, definitely. but hey, we'll be that much fresh, fresher than the other teams coming in on the last game of the season. That's where, right. How do we? Where are we now as far as uh, division rankings? Well, uh, we're four and four. I believe we're second in the division. Yeah. Um, but we still have to play Philly once at home, at Dallas, and we have the G-Men twice. Who are kicking right. some buns. And you know I really want to beat the Giants because we haven't beaten them in forever. Yeah, it seems like we never beat the Giants, doesn't it? Like going all the way back to the 80s. Yeah. But it seems also not to be quite as big of a deal as beating the stupid Eagles and beating the damn Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> anyway. For some reason. I don't know why. It just works out that way as far as the, the division rivalry goes. And the Cow- and the Giants, I think, have been around longer than just, just a couple years longer than the Redskins. Yeah, we just don't hate them as much as we hate the Cowboys and the Eagles for some reason. I don't know why. I think I think it's well the Cowboys just just draw. I mean, thirty one teams agree. Everyone hates the Cowboys. The Cowboys suck, mm-hmm. um, and everyone hates the Eagles because I think partially because of their fans. Because their fans are horrible. Because their fans are the worst fans in professional sports mm-hmm. in uh, North America. Well, not in North America in the United States. Because unlike in Mexico, they don't throw like you know p bombs and stuff like that at fans of opposite teams. They do throw batteries though. They throw batteries, but not not paper bags full of urine. Anyway, <laughs> so we will, but they do barf on people in Philly. Oh, uh, that's true. That's, that's pretty true. much just I mean, as bad. It, what's wor- what? It, what what would be worse, getting barfed on or getting peed on? Probably barfed. I guess on. that that's where the debate comes to. Well, pee is uh, sterile, so I'd rather get peed on than barfed on. Yeah, but 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 yeah, you know. But anyway, someone's going to give us a bad rating in iTunes for even just saying that. So let's move on. We'll talk to you guys next week. Um, oh, hold on. Let me get some music going because I got that now on this new program. Ooh, fancy. I got some new music too. That's fancy because, uh, see, your, your, your donations allow us to, uh, you know, continually update our software and capabilities for podcasting here at Harry Alt Football. So if you would like to donate, please visit us at harryhogfootball.com. Scroll down on the left-hand side and click the Donate button, which will allow you to make a donation through PayPal. Yes, and we appreciate anything of that nature. Uh, And we will also, and if you do that, we'll give you a shout-out on the website or on the uh, podcast like we always do. Hey, speaking of, we got some email from a listener. And I'm too tired to remember his name, but I'm giving you a shout out. You know who you are. Oh, come on. You're too tired. <laughs> and shout outs to Tudor Gray and Dude Man Wit. Dude so, Man. Sparky so, and Brandon and Rigo's Revenge and all these cats that have been no. coming in on the Harry Hog chat box on our website, HarryHogFootball.com. It was someone in sunny California that sent in the email. Oh. Was it Mr. Mister? No, someone new out there. Ah. Have we have we heard anything from Danny? No, I think Danny's MIA, man. Well, Danny's popping up here and there. Danny might be a terp. He might be a terp by now, so that means he might be on the Redskins. He might be a terp or a Hoya or a a Wahoo or a a Hokie. From twerp to terp. Danny seemed more the Wahoo type to me. 
It's a good school. Huh. When he was 13. It's not a good athletic program. Um, oh, and thank you, of course, to David Lee Legal Services, our benevolent sponsor and a great Redskins fan. He's taking the flag to the seventh continent. Yep. Dallas sucks. Hail to the Redskins. We'll talk to you guys next week. And if you see a Cowboys, a one in six Cowboys fan this week, <laughs> you certainly know what to do. Put such a down on the bench.